I was there one day at the seminary, and uh, I'm in my office, and the receptionist down at the main desk called and said, uh, Father, there's somebody here to see you. And this person has a sign. They said, a sign? From Chicago, it's the Old St. Pat's Podcast Sunday Series, a show that highlights weekly reflections from Old St. Patrick's Church. Signs alert us to where we are and the direction we're going. As we celebrated the feast day of St. Francis of Assisi this past Sunday, we noticed the signs the earth is giving us lately as indications to turn off a road of arrogance and wastefulness and head down a path of reverence, respect, and stewardship. Today, Father Hurley reminds us that sustainability and taking care of creation is not a fad or trendy thing to do, but a lifetime commitment to take care of our common home and the precious resources that have been temporarily entrusted to us. I had a funeral this past week and uh, I buried my good pal Sam. And Sam and his wife Mary I've known for many years. And they're from my home parish. I actually served there for a couple years and that's where I really got to know them. And Sam was just a good guy, wonderful guy, along with beautiful Mary. And their characters, they were a lot of fun. And um, one of the things I shared at Sam's funeral is uh, when he came to see me one time. And uh, before I came here uh, to Old St. Patrick's, I was working actually up at the college seminary called St. Joseph Seminary, which was up at Loyola University on the north side of Chicago. I was there for a few years, and I was doing vocation work and admissions and formation working with college students who were in this process of discernment. I was there one day at the seminary, and uh, Sam, who himself was a city worker, he was a machinist, and he worked for CDOT, for the Chicago, um, uh, Chicago Department of Transportation. And so anyhow, one day I'm there at the seminary, and uh, I'm in my office, and the receptionist down at the main desk called and said, uh, Father, there's somebody here to see you, and this person has a sign I said, a sign? And I could hear Sam's voice, and he was from Louisiana, so he had this Cajun twang, and he said, tell him Sammy's here. And I said, oh my God, that's Sam. And I said, all right, tell him I'll be right down. And so I went down there right away, and here was Sam in his bib overalls, and I could see outside the front window there was the orange CDOT truck, uh, and Sam had a piece of metal in his hand, and I said, Sam, what's up? He said, hey, Tommy boy. He said, uh, I made you a sign. I said, you made me a sign? He said, yeah. He said, we didn't have much going on at work today, so I was in the shop, and I made you a sign. City workers at their best. And, um, and, uh, and so up he pulls this sign, like the one that looks just like Adam Street and Desplaine Street, right outside this church. And it said, Father Hurley Drive on it. And, um, and it's a green one with white lettering and a black pole. And then he brought me a base, and it's about a 60-pound base, and it says City of Chicago on it. So uh, basically, I've got hot property uh, in my possession uh, right now. If any city inspectors come, I'm screwed, okay? Um, but anyhow, so Sam gave this to me, and um, I said, Sam, am I supposed to have this? He, oh, it's fine, it's fine, you know? City worker, it's fine, no problem. And uh, so it sits in my office today, Father Hurley Drive, and whenever I look at it, I always think about Sam. 
But I was thinking about the image of a sign and signs, not only street signs, but what do signs do? They, they point us in a certain direction. They, they locate us. They give us a sense of location and direction. Signs tell us kind of where we need to be or, or they help us kind of, they guide us and where we're going to go. Sometimes signs, certain signs, right, we know tell us uh, also about kind of a little bit of attitude and where we're situated and maybe where we posture ourselves. Think about some of the famous signs if we want to go back to street signs. Hate Nashbury, Fifth Avenue, Pennsylvania Avenue, or closer to home if you live on Wacker Drive or you work on Wacker Drive or Michigan Avenue or Lakeshore Drive. Or perhaps the difference between the south side and the north side, right? The south side uses numbers and names, 95th and Western, and the north side uses names, Belmont and Austin. Or we talk about the K streets between Pulaski and Cicero or the L streets between Cicero and Central Avenue. Or we talk about where Father Novak is from, the southeast side, Avenue M and N and O and P and X, Y and Z. So signs tell us a little bit about where we're situated. The scriptures today tell us about where we're situated. These, these images, these metaphors, the one that John just read from Isaiah about the vineyard and the vineyard that has been cared for so delicately and so beautifully, and yet all of a sudden, bang, we come up with some wild grapes. They're trash. And the Lord is not happy. And then Jesus is going to use this, this parable that he's going to, to tell to the religious leadership and said, hey, I want to tell you one about, about a guy, a landowner. He's got this vineyard. It's, it's, it's a wonderful wine vineyard. And he's done everything for you. He put up the hedge. He, he put the wine press in. He even put up the watchtower. Everything's all set. There's nothing else you have to do but just pick the grapes. Then what do the tenants do? But they go down a different avenue. And the sign and road and the place in which they situate themselves is, hey, we're going to take this over. We are going to go down the road of arrogance and greedy avenue. And what will they do? We hear in the story, right? They're going to take over. They're going to, they're, going to, they're going to abuse and kill and get rid of all of those who come to get that produce of the grapes and the wine. You see, the thing they forget is that they think they're owners of the vineyard, but they just work in the vineyard. And I think the challenge that Jesus is presenting to his audience, and likewise to us, is that I think sometimes we feel we own it. and We're situated in ownership and arrogance. And really what we are is we're just workers in this vineyard. We need to go down a different road. A different road, a different attitude, a, a, situating ourselves in a, in a different space and mindset. Because a lot of times we find ourselves in a mindset of, hey, it's all mine, it's disposable, I do with it what you will. It's why we gather on this day, and, and again, I, I don't know if St. Francis figured it out or what, but it's like we've got these scriptures, and we also have October 4th, St. Francis Day, and like they come together perfectly. 
And maybe that's why the Universal Church has today said, why don't we culminate on this day, October 4th, this season of creation? And let's be mindful of this big vineyard called the earth and this world that has been entrusted to us that we don't own. We're just called to work in it. And I guess this story is one that calls us to in what direction are we going to keep pointing each other? Are we going to go down the road of arrogance and the road in which we're not being good stewards or will we go down a different road and situate ourselves differently? It's been six and a half months since my dad died and um, I guess, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's the six-month period and when we hit September 19th, I guess I became a little more melancholic and I've been thinking a lot about him these uh, past days and I think about others. This has been a bad year, as we all know, and it's especially for many of us around here, we've lost parents, uh, Vince Guider and Sarah Thompson and Andre, Andre James and Father Wall, Father Velo, Joe Capello. We've lost parents, and so it's been a tough year, many of us. I think about my dad, and, um, and uh, I think about this guy who really went down a road of humility, and he traveled a road of teaching lessons. My father was a family practitioner. He was a doctor. He was, he was a very simple guy. And, um, and I remember, and, and I know I've shared this story before, but Actually, it's okay to share a story again today because it's about um, recycling and reusing, and so we can do that today. And, uh, but I told this story some years ago about my dad, that when we were younger, we had a dog, and um, a dog that one of my older brothers brought home one day, and all of a sudden it became the family dog when the rest of us were on vacation. My parents were like, what did you do now? And anyhow, we got this dog. And um, we lived down the street from a park, one of the city parks, and it's a big park, and, um, and my dad, oftentimes on Sunday, he would go to church, then he'd go see his patients at the hospital, and then he would come home, and he'd put on a pair of casual clothes, and oftentimes later afternoon on Sunday, he would say, grab the dog and grab a large bag and let's go. And we would walk down to the park, and down at the park, there was all sorts of softball diamonds, and there was 16-inch softball that was being played all afternoon by these guys, and these guys would not only play softball, but they would drink beer like it was flowing like a river. And there'd be all sorts of cans and bottles that would be left over. Now, this was many years ago when I was a kid, before perhaps recycling was as mindful or as conscientious as we are about it today. And my dad would be over there, and he said, here, grab the bag. And we'd walk around from diamond to diamond, and we'd be picking up cans and bottles and we'd be putting them in the bag and we'd bring them home and it'd be stored in our garage. And then after a few of those Sundays, he'd put them in the back of the station wagon and then we'd bring them over to some place to get like a half a penny per pound or something. It wasn't about the money. But my dad was teaching a lesson. For my father, it wasn't about, oh, he's a doctor, you know, the prestige and, and, and the... Uh, you know, the, that which comes with that fancy title. He, he didn't care about that. He, he'd give two rats behinds about that. What he cared about was humility. What he cared about was not wasting. What he cared about was caring for the vineyard. I think of him fondly today on this day in which we celebrate the season of creation because he taught me some lessons. 
And I wish there were days that I took those lessons more seriously because I think like the tenants, I think sometimes I'm an arrogant tenant in the vineyard. And I need memories like my father and I need people in my life to point me in a direction too. I give thanks for the Kayla Jacksons who was on our team. And I give thanks for the green team. I give thanks for people like Marilyn Antonek. I give thanks for people like that who point us in a direction and point us in a direction that we need to care for one another and care for this gift of the earth better than what we're doing. And this isn't about a political thing at all. This is just, this is reality. The reality that all the things that we spew into the air and things that we put into our water and into our food and, 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 the, and the species that we're losing, this is something where we just have to be more mindful and we've got to be more proactive. And I wish I knew more about the science and I can't say it like Eugene and other people on the green team can, can say it far better than I can or Brian Kastenholtz. I want to tune into that on, on Thursday if I can. But I believe that just like those signs, we need to pick up the signs. And we need to, we need to follow the signs. And we need to follow a better attitude and a better posture of where we're taking this thing called life and where we're taking this thing called the gift God has given to us, and that is the gift of creation and the gift of earth. So church, gathered here and gather in whatever sanctuary you're in today, we give thanks for those people, like my father and like Marilyn and Eugene and everybody else, Kayla, and others who point us in a really good direction. May we do that for one another. Keep pointing each other in the direction and in the location and the situation of Mercy, understanding, solidarity. We're in this together. We don't own this. We just work in this together. And today, as we mark the fifth anniversary of Laudato Si, Pope Francis's encyclical on the care of creation, he came out with something today. I, I think it's called Fratelli Tutti. I don't even know what it means. I, I don't know what it is yet, but he came out with something today. So he really cares about this. On this feast of St. Francis, may... The intercession of Francis inspire us and challenge us and help us to go down a road of better care and better reverence for one another and for God's creation. Time now for announcements and events. Inspired to learn more about ways you can be good stewards for our common home? Join OSP parishioner Brian Kastenholtz for a 40-minute presentation on Climate Reality, Thursday, October 8th, from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Brian will cover the changing climate's impact and the role we can play individually and as a community to preserve our common home. The presentation will take place via Zoom. Register at oldstpats.org. Missing the Chicago Marathon this year? So are we. So to help honor our Crossroads Marathon team and beneficiaries, we'll be holding a virtual Relay for Hope from October 9th through October 11th. Gather your friends and family and each take a portion of the 26.2 miles. Money raised will go towards partner organizations like Harmony Hope and Healing, the Career Transition Center, and North Lawndale Kinship. Sign up at oldstpats.org slash cando-marathon.html and we'll see you at the Bless Your Blisters Mass online next Sunday. Friday, October 23rd, is the Emerald Ball. 
For all the details and to purchase tickets, visit oldstpats.org slash emeraldball. And as a quick reminder, if you haven't downloaded the Old St. Pat's app yet, be sure to text OSP app to 77977. That's O-S-P-A-P-P to 77977. Thank you for listening to today's episode. The homily was originally given at the live stream mass on Sunday, October 4th, 2020 by Father Tom Hurley. For more information about all resources available, visit our website at oldstpats.org. To stay up to date with new episodes, please follow us on our new Old St. Pat's app. Find us on Twitter at Old St. Pat's and on Instagram at Old St. Pat's Chicago. I'm Kate Anderson. You've been listening to the Old St. Pat's Podcast. Thank you.